It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Volume. College football fans, the championship is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook is making sure you can throw down on the epic showdown for a shot at big bucks. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting $5 on the championship game. No SEC schools in the championship is wild, but it should be a fun one. On DraftKings right now, Michigan is a four and a half point favorite and the over under is set at 55 and a half. Download the app now and use code Jenkins, J-E-N-K-I-N-S. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just five bucks on college football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Jenkins. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Thursday, January 11th, and we've got all kinds of uh, great, super fun stuff to make fun of today. Very excited for today's show. Uh, as always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubba's? Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. Have a good one. I'm Cardi B, a.k.a. Mike. Motherfucking, motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. And we are produced by the lovely and talented Jackson Saffon. What's up? What's up? <laughs> All right. Before we get into it, I was, I was rem- as, as my friend would say, I was remissed in <laughs> not discussing on the last episode <laughs> that uh, John and Jackson and I were all the recipients of uh, ty- our very own Tyler's unbelievable form of loving his friends is that he sent us his annual meat box TM. <laughs> grilled up a bunch of delicious shit all day uh, and then sent it to us overnight with dry ice packs, uh, which I would literally, ne- would literally, in a thousand years of living on Earth, it would never occur to me <laughs> that that was even possible. And uh, I believe all three of us have now finished the meat boxes. So a round of applause for Tyler. Tyler, thank you very much. Bravo. Anything for you guys. Love Bravo. you, boys. Special Love stuff. you too, man. That's the best, bro. It, it is. It is. It's truly the best. And I, 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 like, I tell everyone I can. Like, you have no idea what I'm going to go home and eat for lunch today. Like, <laughs> <laughs> people, good old smoke Virginia meats there, Bubba. People were DMing me like, 
what can I do to get into this? <laughs> they, they, like, they weren't a, a part of the meat box. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, man. You know what I mean? You can't even pay your way for this. You know what I mean? It's a secret love. society. You feel me? Yeah. You feel me? You feel me? I smacked my shit in like 12 hours. Y'all know, bro. Zero bars. I think like, the chips were left. I like had half a the bag chips of chips. chips are good. Yeah, yeah, I had like half a bag of chips, but... The zero bars. How y'all like those chips, man? Like I told you, my favorite chips on the fucking planet. They're bro. good. They're very salty, but they're good. Yes. Very potato. You can taste bag, the potato. You can tell that they yeah. were like, you know what I mean? The <clears throat> chips are whooping my ass. I've been eating too healthy. The chips were the alarm <laughs> signal to me that I need to bring it back to moderation because I was eating too healthy. It was no, actually no, the no. chips. I went through like half the bag of chips and I was like, whoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the grandma Utz chips for those listening about it. Yeah, yeah grandma Utz chips. And they got lard on the ingredients list twice. That's how fucking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? No, they are bro. fried in lard, bro. Potatoes how- fried in pork fat. Like, goddamn. <laughs> Come on. You can, but that's, can't how, that. that's how healthy Mike's been where he's looking at. <laughs> What's no Tyler told us? No, no, Tyler told us. I I do not try. I'm not. I swear to God, took a bite and looked at the ingredients like, woo. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the ingredients on it are just potatoes, lard, salt, and like two preservatives. That's it, dog. Okay, okay. That's it. So, like, yeah, no, that's why I looked at it. Yeah, Tyler was like, he did the what what ice cream was it? One of the ice creams used to be. It's just vanilla, milk, and chocolate, and that's it. Yeah, he did, he gave us that one, and I was like, "Oh, that is that's it." Literally, it's just potatoes, lard, and salt. <laughs> but you can taste that it's like an actual potato. Most potato chips, I don't think, if unless I knew, unless it said potato chips, I wouldn't know that chips came from potatoes. You know what I mean? Like I can tell this chip yeah, their came own from genre. a potato. You feel me? It feels yeah. <laughs> potato like. Run, like Right, like ruffles are start like you you would never They're draw ruffles. a connection between ruffles it's, and potatoes. Ruffles is a chip. It's not a potato chip. Like these right. uts are a potato chip. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Important and distinction. And you know what and, I mean? uh, and the, the, the zero bars went down quick. And that Tyler, I have never the, heard of a zero bar. This was a conversation yeah. on the pod that we were we talking about best about candies, it. and they said a zero bar. I said the same thing. Like I'm a candy connoisseur if you will and i yeah. had never it, even heard of it and it's it, made by hershey too like it's, it's regional and, and, and it's, it's regional it's only southern I, uh, I and like i said that is my favorite candy bar in the world and i do not know why hershey doesn't take that shit nationwide bro they got a hit on their hands there Rather, <laughs> they're just sitting on it right rather was like yo let me get one of them zero bars <laughs> like one of them went to her like she was like before she texted me that <laughs> like she saw the video text me uh, one of those zero yeah. bars is mine. Yeah, John, John did an <laughs> unboxing video, which I need to. I need to get the ring light out in the tripod. Next really, like, Bro, film myself I'll... picking it up from the. Film myself making happy fingers and picking it up from the porch. Film myself walking into the house. Film myself opening it. You know, I got to. I'm gonna do the whole video next year. I'm Mike's a TikToker now. Mike's uh, there we go. <laughs> Put that on YouTube feel, too. It might yeah, go crazy. You know, what I'm saying? I feel very honored to be part of the distribution list. It. it I. I took two two years of full time producing this podcast, but. <laughs> days a week with the guys after the hey. first year i was not on the list and i which was fair <laughs> understandable and fair you had to earn after, your keep man after year two i got on the list i think once three. we fought once the page follows you you know what i mean you got to follow this year you got the meat the meats you know what i'm saying like yeah they didn't respect I, I, me for a year but yeah i'll be honest i thought it was a year early for the meat box I think the first one probably was a year early. This, probably would, would, this year probably would have been the appropriate time. You said you didn't deserve the meat. No, I think it's next year. I think it's 2025 was the. That oh, was, you think I was two yeah. years too early? Yeah. I got it last year too. Yeah. No, I think next year should have been. You thought know, you, you know, we moved a little too quickly with his development. He should have been on the bench a little more for some I'm more reps. Yeah, I'm honored. But it's your it's your oh, clubhouse, bro. I'm not. I can't. I can't be the bouncer at the door of yeah. your treehouse. So. Hey, hey, That's so well, funny. Well, well, I trust Jackson. I'm giving him the minutes. He's cracking starting rotation. You told that minute he did, man. He didn't deserve the meat bag, dog. He said, to be honest, I think it was a year early, but you know I'm happy for you. <laughs> Mike's over here counting my pockets. Right. Yeah. You know. Some of us had to work real hard, Jackson. I mean, you know, right. some of us were on Patreon when John was editing the podcast himself, bro. You know what I mean? Right. 
You've been compensated to. You've been compensated to work on this podcast the whole time you've been working on it. You know what I mean? That's what the money is for. I'm happy for you. I'm I'm happy for you. But but it is funny because we do get the. I I I don't usually read it because it's the same joke every time. But almost every time we do a mailbag, someone emails and says, "How much money could I will give you any amount of money to get on?" (laughs) It's not about the money. That's what they don't understand. I don't have friends. I have family. <laughs> you don't get the Dom Toretto beatbox. Right. <laughs> oh shit. All right. Uh I was gonna go into the what you what you grill, but you know what? I feel like we probably tortured people enough with talking about food they no, can't no, eat. No, 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 no. We can we, we can rub some more salt in wounds. Um, it. Was, <laughs> this is a year of hate, my nigga. Yeah. You forgot? Yeah, it was it was it was some um smoked pork shoulder. Um, jerk chicken and uh, with, with the jerk chicken with the jerk sauce that I get from my favorite Jamaican spot in the city of authentic jerk so- sauce on that shit. Um, it was sausage, uh, pork chops, and lamb chops. So yeah, smorgasbord. If you didn't you just a smorgasbord that, indeed. You the whole dry brine on that. Right, <laughs> a whole dry <laughs> rub in that motherfucker. That sounds good, bro. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing to do is every time. Tyler says the the every time Tyler sends the meat is in the air text I go to the store and get uh King's Hawaiian sweet rolls and I just Smart uh, like all the pork shoulders for me and I go through a whole 12 pack of the sweet you make, rolls make some little sliders and shit I, I see the vision but oh man the, the mix of the taste on the sweet roll with the smoke of the pork shoulder is mm-hmm. like I literally I literally will be like we'll be sitting here in August I'll be at like one of Vinny's fall ball games and I'll be like Five months till pork shoulder and sweet rolls. I swear to God. I swear to God. You a real eater, nigga. You a real eater. (laughs) (laughs) Got it locked off on the calendar. Real eater hours, right? Respect, respect. That's why pork is is the best meat to smoke, in my opinion, because it just absorbs the smoke better than any other meat. It absorbs flavors better than any other meat. Like, you're not ever going to make a rub for any type of beef that's half brown sugar, right? That's going to be fucking disgusting. You don't put that on beef, but with pork, can't lose bro you could taste the emotions you had when cooking it bro you know what i mean like it felt like love, Cooked with love. you know what i'm saying yeah. like hey food is love my nigga appreciate that <laughs> shit all right uh <laughs> jackson you probably log off let's talk about draymond green <laughs> <laughs> um obviously uh, draymond's back very excited uh, that he's uh you know signed the multi-year extension with the volume um you know glad that he's going to be back on the court soon all that good stuff but um the the quote that everyone really seized on from his podcast about the return was um that he had contemplated retirement and that adam silver had talked him out of it uh i've listened to the whole pod jackson great job but i do i do and i do feel like people are like slightly taking the quote out of context but it is also a truly nuts thing to say (laughs) when like literally the only thing anyone has asked you to do is stop like punching and stomping on people (laughs) (laughs) so what was your guys thought to obviously twitter had a fucking field day with that shit uh what was your guys thoughts about uh draymond's comments about you know it all being maybe a little bit too much for him yeah twitter had a blast with that shit but you know like you said in the whole context of it i can see the frustration with draymond maybe he's like maybe this sport brings out a side of me that i just you know i just can't keep having to reckon with you know what i mean like maybe that was the angle he was shooting for there um i don't think it you know the internet's running with it like oh man he's just mad because he can't beat motherfuckers up no more and i don't it's it's, it's a little it's a little more nuanced a little more deeper than that right like like i think he was coming to the point of okay you know i've won four champions I've been in in this league for, you know, over 10 years, you know, I've accomplished everything I want to accomplish. And, you know, somehow this sport, you know, my competitive juices, it brings out a side of me that, you know, I don't like. And maybe it was time for him to walk away from that. So I completely understood that. For me, that's kind of what I was talking about prior, where like when a person like him starts losing, how do you deal with that? You know what I mean? And it seems like, you know, being on the other side of the championship you know, warriors, the, 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 the warriors that we, that, you know, that became what they were, you know what I mean? Like it's been really difficult for them, you know, not fighting for championships, getting your ass fucking whooped. You know what I mean? You know, y'all aren't good. It seemed like it's been very difficult. And I think like that's, I mean, it's a big difference from being a team that 
is on top of the world winning fucking, you know, like breaking win records and shit. You feel me? And going into third quarters, we're going on 20 point runs in four minutes. This is not that team. So you get used to that and you're comfortable with that. And now you're, you know, you're struggling and you're seeing the aging of the players that were once gods and yourself as well. I mean, it might be a lot to deal with, man. Like yeah. going to being a bully to getting bullied. That's a rough, you know, that, that I, I, let me show these niggas that maybe they might can whoop my ass on this court, but not like they think they can. I still got these hands for them. You know what I'm saying? I could kind of see where, you know, why he would get to how you get to that point. I think something um, we've discussed on this podcast before, but something uh, Conan O'Brien said on his pod that I really, really uh, changed the way I thought about a lot of this is any top level athlete or actor or musician or anyone that you see has to be insane because otherwise they would have quit, right? Like otherwise they would have quit halfway through having the success. Draymond Green has earned $177 million in his career in the National Basketball Association. If any of us had $177 million that we'd made over the last decade and someone said, hey, we really need you to do this element of self-improvement. I mean, what's my response to that? I don't need to self-improve anything. I have $177 million. I want NBA championships. I'm good, you know, and I think that's the thing we. Talk I was a about, six like, seven rim protector, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like what the fuck you telling me? I need to improve on. Right. I mean, we got to think about like, bro. If there's a way to become a first ballot Hall of Famer, he took the absolute hardest fucking route. You know what I mean? Right. He took the zombie mode route to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. There's particular crazy to decide you're gonna sign up and be that good at what he was good at. Right. And now we expect him to to just shed all that crazy it took to be good at what he did to get to where he is that's difficult man that's yeah. difficult i can see that so so i and i you know but i think that's the that's the thing right like it, when you had 70 million dollars and two nba championships that would have been it like for a normal a person with a normal mentality that would have been a good time to retire for sure like all of right. these stops on the way it would have made sense to stop if you're if you're talking to a therapist right like if you're talking to someone that cares about your mental well-being being a pro athlete, probably not what they would suggest that you do. Um, but I, I, so I, and I did, yeah. So like you, like you guys, I understood what he was saying, but also I do understand why the aggregators aggregated the way that they had to. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. come on, bro. You're not <laughs> anyway, but, uh, all right. Um, let's talk about the revelation. Thank you to, uh, our producer Biko for bringing this to our attention. Let's talk about Aisha Curry's revelation that Steph is a foot guy. <laughs> why was this something that needed to be revealed, and why did she choose to reveal it on national television, in your opinion, gentlemen? Look, man, I'm, I don't tell people how to move in their relationships. I don't think there's anything wrong with a dude loving his wife's feet. But I feel like Aisha got to know how the internet works. I feel like she's a little too plugged in to not know that you are setting Steph up here, bro. Like, as soon as Steph has an off game, like like I told y'all, Steph Hater 6969 is going to tweet out, Footboy went four for 19 tonight, <laughs> not my goat. Like, like, you're just opening up the floodgates here. And it, like I said, it's not me looking down on them or shaming them. I'm just a firm believer of sometimes the shit that you love and the shit that you keep sacred, you got to keep it to your heart and not, you know, off the internet. Yeah, she said it on TV, but we know that the internet is going to eat that shit up, right? So, you know, y'all know I'm a prime example of that. Like, I share what I want to share. I share shit that I know is like full clown proof, like nothing, you know, too personal or or, or, or nothing that I, I can see getting misconstrued and people saying some slick shit about, you know what I'm saying? So I'm very, you know, selective with what I choose to share. And I feel like Aisha should know a little bit better because I feel like she's a little too plugged into the internet to not know that this is just going to be fodder, bro. Also, you can share shit you're going to get clowned for, but you don't care if you get clowned for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean, I don't... Y'all are certain that she's she knows what she's doing. You know what I mean? She spends a lot of time on the internet, bro. I know, but I, I, bro, no like, way, I, I just from I'm not talking about said. time spent. I'm talking about personality. You know what I mean? I wonder if she truly like thinks that it matters what Steph Curry six nine six nine or whatever the fuck. You know, footboy. You know, I don't think he she really care thinks that matter, matters what that person says. To a particular part of the internet, it would be funny, but I don't know if that's making it to their household. You feel me? So I don't know if she cares. I think it's, and I also think, you know, hey, what's wrong with loving feet? You know what I mean? Why are we making fun of that? <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I, I it's don't not shame it. the feet lovers. I don't. I don't get. I don't get the. I do not get the foot thing. I don't get it. Because you're no, not a real. You're not a real foot lover, bro. You're, you're, I'm you're not, not a real footer. You're an eater. You're not, you're not a foot guy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you focus on a tenderloin, my nigga. You know what I'm Some, saying? So, like, somebody, somebody had a tweet go viral like a, a couple years ago that was like. Why is it okay to like a woman's breasts or a woman's butt, but not a woman's feet? And I was like, I don't know, but it's not. I don't. I Questions just don't, that like, need that, to like, be answered. One of those things is not like the others, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like I you can't be a baddie if the feet ain't on point. Bro. I like I a like, good I foot, like man. Are, yeah, I feel, like, I feel like feet are crucial, bro. Feet are important. But to you know, look what I mean, yeah, like, and you said cru- crucial feet on the internet, bro. Hey man. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't take it that far. I'm not but, for me. I, I, I'll be. I'll say this: if I'm watching a particular type of uh, uh, video online, you know what I mean, <laughs> and the, and and the feet ain't where they need to be, you know what I mean, we swipe it. You feel me? I got to go back to the search, bro. The, the algorithm did not do what it was supposed to do. You know what I mean? I, I will say that, my of brother. Those types of videos, and yeah, I will yeah. not say I've ever looked at someone's feet. Oh no! If the feet, if the feet ain't where they need to be, we got to go somewhere else, brother. You know what I mean? I am not where I'm supposed to be on the internet. I got to go to a different location. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Stephen A. Jenkins. I appreciate that. Uh... <laughs> hey, I, I, I use the nerd voice, though, not the sexy voice. You feel me? You know what I mean? <laughs> you did, but for those who are watching on YouTube.com slash at Jenkins and Jones, they can see that you were not using the nerd face as you were discussing. Uh, no, I can't use it. <laughs> he was smiling. He was, he was like, oh, are we finally talking about feet on Jenkins that's and Jones? The, that's the problem with me. I can't lie because my face going to really tell you where I met with it. You know what I mean? John, this is a serious question. What's Have up? you ever, once in your life or more, gone on the website WikiFeet? No, never in my life. Okay. I've never gone to WikiFeet. His this face is the tells this the is... truth. His face. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. I could have told oh, you, John. Sure, not a sure. WikiFeet guy. I, I'm, not, you, a, I'm not, not a. I'm not a. I'm not a Google the feet. I'm not a Google the feet guy. Okay. I'm just like the feet got to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. you, you know what I mean? If the, the feet. The feet are just like. It's a, I got if, you. If, I got you. If the feet are crazy, I'm just like, ah, oh, I can't. I can't forget it. It's stuck in my head. You know what I mean? Now I got to go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, y'all ain't watch Boomerang. Yeah, that's what I was about to say on Boomerang you know when Eddie pu- 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 pulled them sheets up and saw the feet. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like, and if they was nice, you could, you know, hey, bros, it's 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 low key like that. Some things so she don't had change. Hammer time going on. Hey, hammer time, which was the funniest brother. joke in like 1992. <laughs> that low key. Hammer mania. <laughs> if somebody hit said that now, I'd probably laugh if I'm looking at some hammer tones. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but uh, but yeah, man. Just All right. Foundational. 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 Des- desperately segueing here. Uh, <laughs> before, <laughs> before we go one inch further. Uh, <laughs> All right. We had uh, uh, Michigan uh, beating up on UW uh, pretty good in the in the national championship game. Um, first of all, uh, condolences to literally every single Asian person I know who cares about sports. Uh, <laughs> was rooting so hard for UW. <laughs> it just it, they just didn't have it. I'm sorry, Jackson. But sorry, Jackson. Sorry, it's Char. Okay. Sorry, it's Mina okay. Kimes. Sorry, uh, every Asian person in Long Beach who was walking around in purple shit. Tyler's theory is that the West Coast is never going to truly be shit in college football, and I would like you to elaborate on that, Tyler. I just, I mean, we—if you watch that game, it was one in the trenches. The big boys won that, right? Like you saw how that fucking Michigan O line bullied Washington for three hundred three rushing yards. You saw how that pass rush was bullying Washington's um, O line, getting to um, you know Penix. Um, you know, had had they one were beating of the, best the Penix sp- up. <laughs> they were beat, yeah. <laughs> had one of the best quarterbacks in the country doing little play action dump offs and screens because he didn't have fucking time because the, the O line couldn't hold up. And the whole thing is this: Look, I'm not shitting on on the West Coast. The West Coast does football very well, but they do certain positions very well, right? Like quarterback, wide receiver, running back, you know, defensive back. <clears throat> You know, that's kind of their thing, like the speed skill positions, right? They they don't have the big boys that like the Midwest has or that the South has, right? Like the South does everything right in football. The Midwest is known for their big boys and the West is known for their speed and their skills positions. And I just think that's an irrefutable fact. And we saw it play out there on the biggest stage on Monday night. 
you you retweeted something from George Foster where he said his homie from the West Coast said we was playing basketball. We played football for recreation. Y'all play football, football for life. Football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big big false George Foster, um, Georgia native, went to UGA, uh, played in the NFL for like ten years. Yeah. And he shared a text message with me from one of his homeboys who he kept an eye on and said, This is you know, one of my West Coast homies who I went to the NFL with. And his his West Coast homie said, Yeah, it's different in the South, man. And he said, Y'all he said, We were playing for fun. <laughs> that shit well, y'all were playing for life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like it's different, man. It really is, bro. Yeah, so here's here's my here's my slightly different take. What's surprising to me is that the big boy shit still works in college football, right? Because and I understand the NFL, the you know the the lines are much more normalized, obviously, than in college sports. But like football, by and large, is a sport. If you go to any high school game, certainly most of the college games, a pro game, it's a it's a skill guys game now. You know what I mean? Like it's the quarterback and the and and the receivers. And it's not even really the running backs as much. It's a spread look with different route concepts, and that's what everyone is playing. Like it, the the regional stylism of of when we were growing up is largely gone. You know, if you go to any high school football team, you're gonna see it's gonna basically be that same look. All the top coaches, they all come from the same fucking spread route concept shit. So I was surprised, and I'm I'm a Harbaugh fan, so I'm I was happy for him. But like, I was just surprised to see that to see a 305 yard rushing offense win a national championship. I really thought at some point you run into a game where the other team scores four touchdowns real quick, and that you're just a slow offense that's running the clock out on itself, and you're fucked. And Michigan, not only did they win, but I think I saw they were the first first national champion in like 40 years to have a halftime lead in every single game that they played. Um, you know, they, they were about as dominant as could be. I know people, you know, make the jokes about the video shit or whatever, but I, I agree with Tyler. Like that was big boy shit. And I guess as an old school, you know, we grew up on the, uh, you got jacked up, you know, era of football. You got jacked. That that everyone yeah, the, the that, CTE lawsuit weekly segment. Yeah. <laughs> the CTE class action lawsuit segment. Yeah. <laughs> But like we we grew up watching football before, you know, like when that was like, hell yeah, he did get jacked up. That was great. <laughs> so I was I, I, as an old school football guy, it, it was like it was cool to me to see that brand of football win. I was just surprised. I was just surprised that it did, to be completely honest with yeah. you. That's what Harbo does, man. Midwest football. Like he turned fucking Stanford into a smash mouth program, right? Like this is just what he does, bro. Uh, you also had a tweet and I, that I totally agree with because when, uh, when Jim Harbaugh was coaching the Niners, I had the exact same reaction to finding out that he is John Harbaugh's little brother about as surprised as I've ever been by a family relationship. Because if you see those two dudes around each other, there's just no question yeah. that Jim Harbaugh is the big brother. Right. Jim Harbaugh <laughs> has the big brother energy, dog. <laughs> like, you know, saying I, as a little brother, can recognize my own. And he was not <laughs> of my ilk. I never looked at I always thought he was the bigger brother, right? He was way more like my brother than me, you know? So, so yeah, that was just shocking to me that Jim is the little brother, bro. Because, like I said, he's got big brother energy. It's I, I can't describe it, but you know when you see it oh for sure john harbaugh's talked about like jim tried to drown him one time when they were teenagers <laughs> like they were playing at the beach and he was just like all right but what if i really didn't let, like you know what i mean like you better tap out like what if i really didn't let out the water like that is not little brother shit bro wait Hell wait no. wait wait what was what went on well they famously used to like really fight like they would really like growing up and obviously like really love each other john went to the national championship they're still very close and everything but like it, you know, they were raised by a NFL uh, quarterback who was a fucking lunatic. I think Jim Harbaugh still eats like two steaks and exclusively no, you you, drinks you milk told me about every that. day. Yeah. Like, I think he yeah, drinks the, four glasses of milk a day, bro. The way he talks about getting cold, <laughs> like getting a cold is like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, he's like, where he's colds like go to die or some shit. Some yeah. weird shit. Like, yeah, yeah. But I heard an interview with John where he was talking about, oh, you guys used to get into fights. It sounded like who would usually win. And he was like, oh, Jim would usually win because he just was way more serious about it than me. And he was talking about they were fighting in the water at the beach. <laughs> He got him underwater and held him underwater until he was like, "All right, bro, <laughs> let me up." Jesus, god damn! How you almost kill your brother on vacation, bro? Like, right. that's <laughs> come crazy. On, at the beach, come on, dog. Right. It's supposed to be good vibes there. 
But it's kind of like the stories about the, the the Gronkowski family, which were very similar. That was just like what you're describing sounds like hell, you know. That it was like they'd be throwing each other through walls and shit, you know. And that like, was just childhood for them, you the, know right, what I mean? Because they like, were that all was... six foot six <laughs> NFL sized tight ends, like you know, fullbacks or whatever. So similarly <laughs> with the Harbaugh's, you hear these stories and you're like, Jesus Christ, man! I don't know, I don't know. But you know, salute to Jim. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like bro it's like one time me and my brother we were fighting this was one of our last few fights because once you become like you know high schoolers and stuff you know the, the stakes get different right like the you fights know, you, hurt you're, more you're, you're, yeah yeah you're, you are young adults banging not little kids anymore right yeah yeah um so i was in like shit 10th grade he was in like 12th grade and we had gotten a fight and he pushed me into the window and we the fucking window broke Right. And this is on on, um, you, you know, in our house. And I was about to fall out the window and he comes and grabs me, you know, to keep me from falling out. But then he flings the fuck out of me. <laughs> right. Like, 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 yeah, I ain't gonna let nothing too bad happen to you, but it's still fuck you. You know, what I'm <laughs> so, yeah, man. Low key, I think that's the difference between when you're younger and older. As you get older, like, nigga, if you fighting a motherfucker and there's nobody to stop y'all, this nigga might kill you, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. When you fight somebody and you older, like, I'm not thinking I'm trying to beat your ass. I'm trying to fuck you up as much as I can fuck you up. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's more of a survival thing when you, I think you get, as you get older. When it's, you're younger, you're just fucking around. So I think that's a big difference. Like, <laughs> if you're older, I don't think he would have let you fall out. But a regular nigga, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll let the Lord sort it out, nigga. That ain't my business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who, who am I to get in who, the way of gravity? I don't, <laughs> been here long, much longer than I. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. was that at your mom's place or your dad's place? You broke the window. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was my mom's place. Oh really? Oh, how did, how of course, did, how all did hell broke go? loose. Well, you know, all hell broke loose <laughs> after yeah. that. But we uh, we broke a couch at my mom's house, and we broke a a lamp that was like a lamp she really loved and it was like we tried to blame the cat and she was she was so mad that we tried to blame the cat you know we were like <laughs> we were like your cat was running through here crazy and she was like the fucking cat ran into the lamp so hard he knocked it over you think i'm fucking stupid and we were like uh <laughs> that's all we got <laughs> yeah, we, like, we were really baking on this one <laughs> <laughs> that's all we got it's so accurate it was just like uh this is what the deer feels like when it's seeing the headlights get bigger yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the couch she was there for which it, and like she she made the mistake of having an on your an honest genuine parental reaction was she laughed when the back of the couch got broke you know because like it was like the you know the cross beam on the back yeah like, yeah he went my brother went down and it broke and so the like seeing a couch collapse on someone is just an inherently funny thing and my mom was <laughs> she like saw it? she was watching it. she was yeah she was like i can't really <laughs> i guess i can't really fuck your lives up <laughs> after that one <laughs> I think I think the actions didn't bother my mom as much as lying. Like if I didn't lie, I mean I might get punished, but it would be nowhere near if I lied. If I lied, bro, it was over with. If I got caught in a lie, she did not fuck with that, bro. She was on that old school shit. If you lie, you cheat. If you cheat, you steal. If you steal, you kill. Type shit. You feel yeah, me? That country shit. That shit yeah. So she was like, bro, do not lie to me, bro. So yeah, man. I think the lie made it worse. Was worse but- than actual action. <laughs> I th- I'm not going like to kill I'm nobody because I lied, though. That's a that's yeah. a big reach, nigga. Yeah, yeah. I ain't got it in me to take it, you know, to kill nobody. Come on, man. I, I feel like our parents did not foster the safe space they thought they did with that. You, If you lie to me, you know, you, I just want you to be honest with me. No, I have been honest with you before, and I still got my ass Well, The punishment still came down, so I have I have decided I'm going to at least try to lie to see if I can wiggle my way out of it, bro. Like, that was always my stance. I mean, telling the truth, like I said, I might get my ass whooped, but it wouldn't be punishment on top of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe, I'm and dude, nigga, I was a, I was a little... I probably, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for some of them ass was not, the, not the beatings. That was a, a scoundrel. <laughs> not the beatings, but the ass whoopings. You know, I, I deserve that. You feel what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but, but, nigga, if you lying, dog, oh, I mean, nigga, like, I, I'm get the punishment afterwards too. Just let me get my ass whoop. I can still go outside after that. You know what I mean? That punishment after, man. Yeah, I, I'd rather just tell the, I just try to take the, take the, the, the initial L. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, my my mom was that way too. It was like you, you know, be honest about whatever. And she would still punish us, but we definitely had the like, hey, if you like, if you're ever really in trouble, you better like, I'll be more angry if you don't tell me about it than if you do. And like you said, that didn't change what 
happen, you know, how she would then respond to if you came to her honestly. But nothing would piss her off worse than if she knew you were lying, which is why it was like the lamp. She could have handled the lamp if we hadn't. Tr- and we tried to blame it on her cat, not our cat, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> there was layers to it. It was more we than were, just, you know. Well, and she How knew. How dare you besmirch the good name of Mr. Whiskers. Like yeah, this. Punky the Cat, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we talked about it, too. I was a little, I was a liar like a motherfucker as a kid, too. And she was, she was very, you know, she was, she was aware. She was probably more aware of it than I, you know, thought that she was when I was a kid or whatever, so. But she, she, we, we were just talking about this because Vinny is, uh, so my son's in fifth grade and he's at that, like, he's like right prepubescent. He's at the age where he's starting to grow and he like, this motherfucker literally has not walked through a door without touching the top of the door frame in like six months, bro. Like <laughs> it, it's, and it's like constant. He's always jumping. He's always slapping stuff. And like, so Shar's brother, you know, Shar's brother was, it was obvious Shar's brother was gay when he was very young. He was not doing mm-hmm. any of that type of shit. He was a very chill boy. She's never what? been in a house with a kid like with Vinny's energy. Gay kids I, don't have bounce. They don't got bounce, bro. Not Steve. Not, not him. <laughs> not him. I mean, so I'm sure. Like, what I'm sure some kids do. Her, her, her brother was like, you know, like, well, we're not gonna go play catch. I'll just sit here and read. You know what I mean? Like, so she, she's never yeah. like. I had to explain to her. I was like, no, 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 no. What Vinny is doing is like, it's very normal. He's just like every day he wakes up in a new, better body. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. He yeah. feels bigger and stronger. And so uh, we were talking about it with my mom and she was like, yeah, I used to, we just used to have to like wash the walls and the ceiling all the time because those fucking kids would just like <laughs> anytime they went through anything. <laughs> Can I be real with y'all? I yeah. did that to about 30. Right. I was jumping in touches. I still imagine. No, I mean, I do that. That ain't was, never going to die, bro. I, I, yeah. I, I, oh, for sure. I'm saying I was jumping and touching shit at work in loafers. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I've been, Euro, I've been Euro stepping people at work for years, bro. Right, nigga. I was just, nigga. Like, oh, yeah. It, it, it took a while for that to leave. You know, I, mean, I told it takes y'all, a while my, to leave. My, my homie Kenny in high school dunked on the principal in one of the doorways. Legend. I, I oh, will never man. forget that. You see, right. I'm still here decades later, still, still talking still about Kenny. We're still talking about Kenny. Kenny yeah. and the body that he caught on our principal. Oh man. <laughs> You'll remember that long after you've forgotten the principal's name. You know, <laughs> I, I love the fact that people aren't naming their kids John. Maybe not Tyler as much as they used to, but motherfuckers still jumping and touching walls and shit and ceilings. I love Recipes. that some things don't end. They're not losing all yeah. of them. You know what I mean? You don't need to name your kid John. It's a very basic name. You know yeah. what I mean? But as long as that kid is jumping and touching some shit. You know, we're not losing too much. They're playing video games still, but they still want to touch, jump and touch the ceiling. Right. Good, good little balance. You know what I mean? I can. Well, I sent y'all the picture of Vinny's knee yesterday. We we went from he he had a baseball workout, and then we went straight from that to a basketball scrimmage on asphalt. And he he his shit was so torn up last night. I saw night. that, bro. He came, he, is... came, he came hobbling back in the house, and I and like Char Char's looking at me like because I was a little too happy about it. You know what I mean? I was like, you were... look at him. <laughs> I was like, no, I was like, look at him. Like, he looks like a kid. Like, this he is what made supposed it, to be, He could have made it in the 90s. He just stupid. Totally. <laughs> you know what I mean? I really felt that way, though, bro. Because you, hey, uh, tr- listen, we're, we're, we're scrimmaging this other. I, sh- I'm, I have a we were debating time in and time outs recently. So things yeah. have changed. For we were sure, just talking right. about that before. But I have a rule. I don't usually talk about uh, coaching youth teams on the pod for the obvious reasons. But we played this team last night, bro. And, like. You'd be surprised, 10, 11-year-old boys, how little contact some of them want there to be in a basketball game against another team. You know what I mean? Mm, and that's so mm. I was happy because Vinny got knocked down like four times. And every time he got up, he tripped. I probably shouldn't have said that. He tripped one of the kids that tripped him. You know what I mean? And like, But he scraped his knee. He was bleeding down it. He, I, you know, he got, he got up there trying to stop the game. He got up. He's like, fucking, you know, like, let's fucking go. Like, let's just play. Yeah. So when he got home, I was like, that's, that's my boy. We're not all, you know, they're not all just glued to the iPad and like, yeah. uh, dad, this kid <laughs> bumped me. You know, like, Bro, so. <laughs> you're talking about Vinny trimming somebody and you being proud or you not being happy about it. My favorite thing, my, my sister was like the leading scorer in the history of the high school. You know, that I went to bro fucking baller. My favorite basketball player ever, bro. The proudest I was of her ever. She's hit game winners from 30 feet on behind the volleyball line, all that shit. Was when somebody tripped her and she kicked them in their head. 
<laughs> Somebody <laughs> tripped her, and she looked at the ref, saw the ref's back was turned, and kicked that motherfucker in the head. And I was like, that's my motherfucking sister. So I do get where that would come from, you know what I mean? I do get where that would come from. So you don't have to Vinny feel bad some, about that. Vinny did some slick shit too. This kid had, had tripped and tried, and it wasn't intentional. He, you know what I mean? They're just running as fast as they could on asphalt. Yeah, so yeah. The kid, the kid's uh, also in the middle of a growth spurt. I'm sure their legs got tangled up. He went down twice. But I noticed two plays later, their legs accidentally got tangled up in the other direction, and the other kid got tripped and scraped himself up. <laughs> At the end of the quarter, Vinny came over, and I was like, you did that shit on purpose? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. The fuck? He had me fucked up, Dad. You gave, you, gave him this, you gave him the space for honesty. Yeah, yeah good for you, yeah. too. Good for you, too. Congratulations to you both. <laughs> All right, let's uh, – okay. I, I don't. This is not going to turn into a regular segment uh, because you know it's profane or whatever. But I just want to <laughs> say, Aaron Rodgers, suck a dick. I truly suck a fucking dick, dude. <laughs> like, did y'all see this fucking? Jackson this is so proud. Yesterday? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good stuff. <laughs> Go Jackson's on, Mike. thinking I'm about the graphic. The, the who's our suck a dick of the week? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It crossed my mind. Who can <laughs> suck a dick this week? Who's going, Mike? That was good stuff. I'm not trying to interrupt. Who's goblin cock this week? I'm spot out for the new Jenkins and Jones. <laughs> Who's the real eater this week? Aaron the real eater of the week. Is going on national television to complain about being canceled and censored for something he should be canceled and censored for saying, which uh, see, he's has successfully pulled off the grift of getting everyone to talk about cancel culture when like, yes, you should not be allowed to talk to millions of people when you are putting false conspiracy theories about other people being pedophiles out there. Like that is something you should be canceled for. And yet you are being invited onto ESPN's like top show in the day to do the exact same fucking thing again. And I don't understand how these people are so needing to be aggrieved that they can go speak to the biggest audience you could speak to on daytime sports television about how no one will let you talk. I don't fucking get it. And I don't get why so many people willingly fucking fall for it. Bro, that man is crying about being canceled and censored on the leading sports network in the world. That's under the Disney and ABC umbrella. Like what the fuck are we doing? Here? I'm just, I'm just at the point like this, bro. If you don't see the grift that he's trying to pull off here, like it is so fucking blatant. He has been on the Pat McAfee show for damn near five years every week, right? He'd been saying, oh, whatever, loony conspiracy shit. And we've just all been like, oh, this fucking guy is crazy, whatever. And we leave it at that. And now, you know, Pat McAfee gets the motherfucking ESPN deal, you know, and he decides to, you know, put out, you know, um, harmful conspiracy there is not rooted in fact about ABC's biggest fucking personality right with Jimmy Kimmel then you know the next week he's taking shots at the ESPN fucking like senior vice presidents and shit right like it's so blatant that now he's trying to go this route where he knows that he's crossing lines where it's not even on some on some freedom of speech shit that he's trying to um, you know trying to play off here he's trying to turn himself into a pariah because there's going to be you know there's going to be shit coming down where they're like bro this is conflict of interest that you're doing here by talking about, you know, our network and our network's talent the way you're doing here right now, right? Like, you cannot say that shit. Like, we could not out be out here making baseless fucking claims about Draymond Green and, and, and expect not to hear from, from right. the suits at the volume, right. Right? right? You know what I'm saying? We could not be out here talking shit about Colin with no, that's not rooted in fact and expect for some shit not to come down on us. Right. And this is the, the route that he's going. He's daring ESPN and ABC to do something with him so he can play the whole self-pariah, oh, I am being canceled and, and silenced for my opinions. And it's so fucking blatant, dude. At what point does Pat have to cut ties? You know, I mean, I've seen more of that go viral. I mean, he had the naysayer clip. Genius. You know what I mean? But I've seen... <laughs> congratulations that man. But I've seen a lot of the... Uh, the most, mostly what I've seen is like Aaron Rodgers clips uh, uh, on social. You know what I mean? So I mean, at what point does Pat have to cut ties? You know, and I, I know that's been a big part of his show. Um, well, and the, the the extra element of it, which we didn't even discuss, is it, he's not only on the show; he's also compensated. Like you know, there's the the news reporting; he's been paid over a million dollars to be on Pat McAfee's show. So, like, you're an you're effectively an employee, and you know, yeah, I get the 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 um, talking about someone within the company that Tyler's talking about. 
but also just you you're not allowed to say that like you're not you're not allowed to just make up shit about people that's that foul and get away with it like it's it's crazy to me and like i said if lebron james was playing basketball and in the middle of the game the whole time he's dribbling and he's just yelling at the crowd they won't let me play fucking basketball well, I'm not allowed to play basketball tonight. You know, he dunks on someone's. I wish they'd let me play basketball, but, you know, in this fucking country, I guess I can't play basketball anymore. Like, he would be made fun of for the rest of his life. So why, if you're on a national TV channel saying you're not allowed, that you're being censored, is that something that is, like, a conversation we're having and not a, like, are you that stupid that you think you're, not, you're being censored while you're on ESPN on live television right now? Like, he should be regarded as a mouth breather for that. You know what I mean? Like we should be thinking like, wow, we should get Aaron Rodgers some help, like tying his shoes or whatever. This should not be like debate. <laughs> y- y'all are more familiar with Pat show than I am. Is he, is Pat show partially successful due to having Aaron Rodgers on there? I think that's a big part of uh, because of what you said, like that got him out to a different <clears throat> level for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so that's probably why he hasn't cut ties as of yet because Aaron Rodgers who- is part of the success. I, I didn't know if he was already successful. And then Aaron Rodgers hopped on because it was a successful show. It's a little bit of that. It, it was pretty okay. successful, and Rodgers has has continued to level them up. Is that okay? What okay. It, I would okay. say it's kind of been the traditional what has happened with all podcast media. He like he had the vibe of like, oh, these are informed, you know, ex pro athletes, but it's very much like friends talking, which was what podcasts used to be. And then it was yeah. like, well, what if we get a mega celebrity on the podcast? <laughs> To be okay. clear, it's a great show outside of the Aaron Rodgers nonsense. Okay, okay. It's okay, very okay. good, and it's earned okay. success by Pat McAfee. By all accounts, a very good guy. But, yeah, yeah. The, but this element of it is sort of shrouding that. Well, t- Tyler, Tyler, t- I mean, I've, I, yeah, no, I'm not talking about Pat McAfee at all. It's just the Aaron Rodgers shit to me. But um, yeah, I, 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 is it is it you, you, you listen to the show, Jackson? I don't regularly, but okay, I know okay. I do sometimes, and I know that it's very, very well respected by a lot of very smart people. Okay, mm. my best friend listens to it all the time. I always give him shit for it. You know, I listen. I listen. To, I listen to Pardon My Take, which is a barstool podcast. He gives me shit for that, and then I give him shit for you listen to fucking anti vax shit all day, dog. Like, which. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, white dudes have one. <laughs> all white people have one. <laughs> They're just like. You're allowed, you're allowed one as a treat. Yeah, you got to give me one. <laughs> as a treat. As a treat. <laughs> what? But yeah, but, but bro, you are, you are not being censored because you said some baseless, harmful shit that was not rooted in fact. And we were told to walk that shit back. That's not being censored. That's someone telling you, shut your weird ass up for spreading lies, bro. It's a big fucking difference. And yeah, I'm, no I'm one just, even did that. Like, that's, yeah. my, that's my point. It's like, no one even did that. They like, just didn't back what he said. They said he, what he, they said they thought differently. You know what I'm saying? Than him. All right. Naturally, like 45 seconds after we recorded this segment, uh, <laughs> Pat McAfee announced that Aaron Rodgers uh, will not be returning uh, to the Pat McAfee show. For the duration of the NFL season, aka about four weeks. Um, Tyler, the griff worked. It did. He pulled the motherfucking griff off. Now this starts the whole I was canceled tour that he's probably going to be going on. Uh, might be a Fox News appearance, might be a Tucker Carlson appearance. But either way, like I said, the griff was so fucking, you know, it was so fucking plain, so easy to see. And he achieved it. He has turned himself into a pariah as, as he wanted to. Well, we found out how important he was to the show. Didn't take long to get that answer. Get the fuck out of here. You ain't ADM's important, nigga. Peace. Well, John, you 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 said it after he made his comments on the show. Uh, you know, earlier this week, like you could just kind of see on Pat McAfee's face, like he was like, oh like, uh, yeah, we had a different conversation before we recorded. Right, on he, air, had, he had the, the part, the, the clip that they showed. He was like, he looked confused, like. Uh, you know, you took a left turn. We're supposed to take a right, my boy. You know what I mean? So yeah. Anyway, whether on Pat right decision was made. Yes, whether on Pat McAfee's show or not, Aaron Rodgers uh, can still suck a dick. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
I was talking to my uh, my other group chat, my people, my, my St. Louis niggas, and they was they big on that Jonathan Major shit. They talking about all they like they, the juicy shit be you know all the tea being spilt in the in the uh-huh. pocket, <laughs> and that motherfucker anyway. So like I was like, bro, you know this nigga finna cry, you know he gonna cry at some point, and he had to fight tears back because he's been treated so nigga shut yeah. the fuck up, bro. And then he he pulled the Coretta shit. He that's pulled what, the credit shit. That's that's what I, I wanted to talk about was when he's talking about <laughs> Megan Good and he said she's held me down like, and then you can actually see you knew it was coming. You know? it, was co- <laughs> it was it was like he's gonna say the thing. He's gonna say well, it's well, coming. Well, y'all y'all made fun of me, but it's true. She held me down like Coretta. You know what I mean? Like that's what it felt like. You know what I mean? I can't ignore the fact that she was my Coretta Scott King, nigga. He's an entertainer. He can't help but do the callback. He's like, I know <laughs> they want to hear it. I know they do. <laughs> I think, he can't help, here for. I think he can't help but be but 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 pull the crazy. I think I think it was just like he just helped but he he has to. He just can't help but be crazy because he doesn't know how crazy that sounds. I think he truly doesn't understand how ridiculous of a person he is. You know what I mean? It's, it's so funny. I'm I sorry. like Jackson's theory that it's just good improv structure. Yeah, like, he just <laughs> that's a man who's put in the time. I'm not saying he's not a good actor. He knows how to get the most out of a scene. Yeah, I, I like <laughs> anyone comparing the. I mean, because of course the like the comparing her to Coretta is ludicrous. But of course the like even more exactly ludicrous thing is it's like you're comparing yourself to Martin Luther King Jr. Yes, which is like <laughs> which like the, maybe there's like a handful of people in history in this country who like could justifiably do that, and none of them would ever actually compare themselves. to Martin Nobody's Luther living. King Jr. No. You know what I'm saying? That's it. But that's like, I mean, even when you had like, you know, you have you have historic history making people. You have like John Lewis. John Lewis would never have said like, I was like Martin Luther King. He would never have said that. Right, right, right. And so right, it's like right. the idea that Jonathan Majors, of all fucking people, bro, it's like, yeah, when they wouldn't let me be Kang, because like, that was just like what Martin Luther King Jr. went through. Like, Dog, Bert, Bert, Bernice King, the daughter of Martin Luther King and Coretta Scott King, hopped out there and was like, my my mom is not a prop. She is not someone to hold you up. She was a force, right? Like she tweeted that out and posted like an article that she wrote a few years back kind of detailing like, you know, her feelings on her mother. And I'm just like, bro, I just feel so bad for for Bernice because for one, people always got your daddy fucked up. Right. Like white people have turned Martin Luther King into, hey, Martin Luther King said, stop being mean to me. Right. Like that's what everything they boil MLK down to. You feel me? And she's always setting motherfuckers straight for having her dad fucked up. And now she got to set motherfuckers straight for having her mom fucked up. I'm like, God damn. I know she's like, bro, can I get a fucking break, please? But yes. But the funniest, the funny, the funny shit that I just cannot get out my mind (laughs) is when they said after that incident happened. They said Jonathan Majors got hopped out the cab and just like took off running in in, in Manhattan. Did you see and the video? There's video of it. There's yes. this nigga looks oh, like a maniac. I need to see it. I need Bro, to see he's the video. Sprinting, I, he's sprinting in hard bottoms. He's sprinting in hard <laughs> yeah, bottoms. I need to see. Because, Bro, because I, go ahead. I was going to say, because I cannot just, I can't just imagine. Imagine you're walking down the street of Manhattan three in the morning. You see fucking Jonathan Majors. <laughs> Running Run like a rock'em sock'em robot, you right? know what I mean? And, and and a white woman running behind him, and you're like, "What the hell is that? Was that Sarah Jessica Parker? Where the fuck are the cameras? Like, is this some shit? That's, what, what, what did I just walk into?" Jackson just did this. He runs like the kid that runs like this nigga. The kid that oh, does he one of them. He ran like he was like he was in the Avengers, nigga. He really think he a superhero, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I, I saw that video. And if we were like, you saw the video of him running. We was talking about that at the at, at, at Christmas. I'm like, look at this running from what? Who? This he looks insane. It was so ridiculous. Please look it up. Please look it up. It's so yeah, ridiculous, man. <clears throat> all it's right, just as ridiculous as you we... think it would be. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's all the time we got for today. We do not have a, a hippity hop this week because, uh, as Tyler said to me when I texted him. January, a dry ass time in hip hop history. <laughs> yeah, bro. No, music has historically always been dry in January. Nobody releases in January, bro. Yeah. So hippity, ha- this year. week in hippity hop, shall, it shall return. It shall. Hey, if y'all need some new music, listen to Kenny Mason. That motherfucker yeah, hard as hell. He, he called us. I just got hit like a month ago. Been fucking with him heavy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, also, this is nigga that, that Christian. That Dracula shit go crazy. That shit yeah. crazy. His, uh, but it, like Christian Curia. 
And this nigga named Kamara, he sounds like the, uh, the like he, he reminds me of, I think I sent it to you, uh, Jackson, but he sounds like, um, what's your boy name? Craig, blind? What's his name? Frank Ocean? Uh, Frank Ocean, yeah. I forget everybody's name. We Frank old Ocean. as hell, bro. <laughs> no, no, we Ocean. ain't old. I'm old, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> what that boy that do? The boy that sing <laughs> blind? <laughs> <laughs> The blind boy. What's that name? <laughs> Frank Ocean. Yeah, that's some cool ass <laughs> motherfuckers making shit, but it ain't nothing that dropped this month. Like you said, it's dry as fuck. Uh, I turned into an we'll audio book person this here. year. Oh, really? Uh, I'm an audio book and a half deep because I just felt like I was listening to too many podcasts, and so why? I trimmed it down. Huh? Why? 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 What's the What's the too many podcasts? What was the threshold that you crossed to get you there? Uh, like that. I, well, so, uh, you know, when I work out, I usually listen to podcasts. And when I'm done with my podcast for the week, I listen to music. And I realized, I was like, I've not really been listening to music very much. You know what I mean? I was like, the music podcast ain't, Music don't hit full. the same, bro. I, I, bro, I'm a, I, somebody said that music, I forget who it was, that music hits the best when you are like in like, high, like middle school and high school. Right. And it'll never sound the same. Yeah, and I remember there was a point at my age when my mom and dad, stepdad, started listening to. They stopped listening to new shit, and it wasn't because they didn't necessarily like it. You know yeah. what I mean? I think it was because like you get to a point where like this music doesn't full. feel. I I don't. I'm not gonna like it. No nowhere yeah. near the shit that I you know I really love. So I'd much rather listen to old shit. And I don't know if I'm. I'm not there. I'm still interested in what's going on. You listen but I've been to listening more to new music than any person in our age bracket that I. I'm. Know. I'm extremely curious, but the shit that I be playing over you're, and over you're and over, making yourself do it. It's, it's a lot of older shit yeah. now, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I'm going to videos. I was. I was watching like Maya. Maya's video. <laughs> Maya was the one. Lord have mercy. That was that was that was that was the one light skinned woman that snuck through the cracks. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, but, yeah, that's a classic right there, man, bro. That is a one, vintage nineteen ninety seven, bro. Right, bro. Like <laughs> crazy, you hear me? Still got the cankle sitting crazy. But anyway, uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I was watching Maya's video, like the one with Cisco and shit. Like I be watching, I've been watching all like LL Cool J Lounge, and I'm going back watching that shit, bro. For some, like for the last four or five months, I'll have yeah. days where I'm just playing all old shit. Right. Well, so what you said actually is exactly true. Like I was listening to music when I was working out and I was like, the, the reason I like listening to podcasts or whatever is if I'm running or I'm doing like cardio, I need something that like I can just sort of turn my brain off with. Mm -hmm. And it just was, I was like listening to music. It just, I, I, I was, I was doing the thing where I was like, Surely I've been running for another five minutes. And I looked down and I was like, it's been 20 seconds. You know what I mean? Oh, like, no. So oh, I was like, no. okay, but I don't want to go back to listen to more podcasts because I just felt like it was, it was like a little bit empty calories. You know what I mean? Like, okay. And so okay. I, I, like, I was like, you listen to all the books and I listened to Kenny Smith's book. Usually when I listen to an audio book, it's like a memoir or something where it's like, it would make more sense to listen to this person tell me about their life. Yeah, yeah. To, you know, read it in my voice or whatever. Um, so I read that or I listened to that, John. I'm sorry. And I was going to uh, say, we had this conversation before. And then I listened to, I'm listening <laughs> to a book called Sapiens right now, which is like a history of humanity. I tried to like read that, that shit. It's yeah. way too dense. I made it like 100 pages in and that shit was like, every sentence was a fact, like a fucking, it's crazy. It's been great to listen to. I'm two hours into it. I have no idea how many pages that is, but I've been, I've been enjoying it uh, greatly. This is this, this talking about like the different forms of humans prior yeah. to the, you know, the, the, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, that was, it was it. You, go ahead. Did go I ever tell y'all I took a college class, uh, a couple college classes when I was in middle school? They had like a charter program for people who like got certain test scores or whatever. So for the summer between my seventh and eighth grade year, we went to Cal State LA, me and like two other kids from the school. And for whatever reason, the class, I, I think because I wanted to take a dinosaur class because I was a fucking mm -hmm. child and should not have been going to college. And they obviously like Cal State Los Angeles does not have like dinosaurs one on one. <laughs> so I signed up for a um a human anthropology class because I was yeah, like, yeah. that kind of sounds like paleontology. <laughs> 
So this book has been helpful because I remember Australopithecus and like I remember all of the different like human ancestors or like not ancestors, but um, co-evolutionary things. And I was like, oh, this book is great because I have all these words floating around in my head for 25 years for no fucking reason. And now that I'm an adult with a fully formed brain, (laughs) I can actually like put this into place as to what this means. You know what I mean? I thought that shit was like barbershop talk when people would talk about different forms. Because I, I actually heard it at a barbershop where my barber was telling me right. that like like there was different like types. Oh, that's of, real. It's, yeah, I, I, yeah, it, it, it's theorized yeah. that there was we a killed, homo sapien versus Neanderthal wall. Yeah, yeah. We, where we, we, like we killed Neanderthal the Neanderthals, right? We killed yeah. them off. You feel me? Like I did not know there was like, I, I didn't know Neanderthal was different from human in certain ways. I thought it was just like the version of homo sapien that was before Homo sapien, you know. What well, I mean? because we've all seen the evolution of man thing, right? Yeah, that that's what I the, thought it the was. Great apes yeah. to the people. Well, that was yeah, yeah. kind of the like lie that was like you know that we believe was like we, because even in science there was this uh, there's the the term heliocentric, right? Like yeah. even in science you thought like oh well human beings were like the point. Everything was like the point of it was to produce us. It's like no, we happen to have won a genocidal battle with. <laughs> <laughs> like the Neanderthals, you and know, that, like had they won, yeah. uh, you know, the whole point of the world would have been Neanderthals, not Homo sapiens or whatever. And that, and that's what makes that made me think about, like, dude, we won a war where we just killed them all off, and we're yeah. the ones that are left. How would we be a peaceful? How would we live a peaceful existence? And if that's how we, you know, got to, you know, to where we're at currently. Well, the 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 other thing, uh, Tyler, I think you would really like this book. That's I literally like the first part yeah, of it. That's 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 what it. That's what it, they were talking about was like how we kind of ended up like on top, and then the ramifications of the actual animal that we are, right? Mm-hmm. Like the programming that we have, how that fits into the world. So that it's like it's organized by four sections. The first is like the cognitive revolution, which is like how our brains won us the war with Neanderthals, etc. But also the genetic discovery that like. A lot of people have Neanderthal DNA, like so mm-hmm. they were killed off, but also to some extent there was some interbreeding and everything, uh, which is kind of also a crazy thing to <laughs> to really think about. Um, but but like, they were like human; they were very human-like. So it wasn't like inter, inter, they weren't that human-like of, though. I mean, they like weren't? like I mean, if you're a tree, you think that chimpanzees and Homo sapiens look a lot alike right like we have four limbs we have hair in roughly the same places ear for like, me i, I thought it was like different places. trees like diff, a different like a different type of tree neanderthals were like it. hobbits yo they were like five foot two at the tallest big ass wide feet and shit like, very different I mean, they had, facial structure but it had yeah. tits and ass though right so does a chimpanzee <laughs> no not the same i'm talking about tits and ass i'm talking about that neanderthal <laughs> ass <laughs> They had feet, John. If that's what right, you're asking, man, yeah. We can go. Let's let's get off this part. <laughs> no, the, <laughs> the, but the the, uh, the, uh, the other the only other thing I want to say, what you were talking about, what type of animal like would we have to be to have won that war? That was one yeah. of the other things that he talked about. Was like your every other apex predator, everything else that was at the top of the food chain took millions of years to evolve to that place. And mm-hmm. so nature had a chance, its ecosystem had a chance to put in checks and balances against it, which mm. obviously the global ecosystem hasn't had a chance to do with us. But also those animals have the confidence through generations of generations of generations of being on top that we don't have. Like, And that's one of the reasons our brains are run so much by fear and anxiety is we are not that far in evolutionary terms evolved from you could be killed and eaten at mm-hmm. any moment you mm-hmm. know what i mean which i think was a really fascinating thing too because obviously mm. like fear anxiety trying to make a tribe and keep other people out of the tribe those are like mm-hmm. that's responsible for like most of the horrible shit that's happened in the history of our species you know what i mean mm. so bro homo sapiens are only like two hundred fifty thousand years old like yeah. that is that is a blip on like the evolutionary scale like that's how two hundred fifty thousand years is like how long it would take a frog's foot to get webbed in like evolutionary terms you know what i'm saying <laughs> like yeah we have we've two hundred fifty thousand years is a fucking blip of a blip on the evolutionary scale Dinosaurs were alive for 165 million years. 
like mm. like weird like yeah it's like a blip is like a, almost an exaggeration mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. like what we are in the history of life all right that's all the time we got uh we'll be back on saturday with the gridiron gals for our nfl playoffs preview and then our next uh regular episode dropping on monday we will see y'all then hope everyone has a great rest of their week bye bye, bye. y'all want to fuck a neanderthal <laughs> The volume. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.